Father, in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we glorify you this morning. We magnify you. We honor you, O God. We exalt your holy name, O Jesus. Father, we lift our hands above, looking at you, O God, worshiping you and praising you and thanking you for this day. Father, we thank you for the divine protection and divine intervention in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for this day that you have given us, O Lord, to share your word with your people. We thank you, Father, for your word that uplifts. We thank you, Father, for your word that will draw. We thank you, Father, for your word in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of life for the gift of salvation, for the gift of eternal life. We thank you, Father, for the souls that will be won because of your word, the souls that will be saved because of your wonderful word, of your wonderful word in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit of the living God. Well, let me greet you yet again today. Today it is a third, second part. Yes, yes, yes. Remember, we are running. Uh, we are having um, a, a, a three-segment series. Today is part two of that series, and today is part two. We are continuing, and we have titled it "Encouraging You Through the Word." Encouraging you through the word. So even today, we are encouraging you through the word of God. Before I go into the word of God, let me just remind you that you know my email address is the public knowledge. You can just find it here on this platform if you need it, or you can even go to to, to the podcast description. This platform description. And on my profile, you will find my WhatsApp number there and my email address yet again. It is there so that you can interact with me if you want to. Whatever you want to say, just go in there and interact with me before, without wasting any time. Ladies and gentlemen, let me take this time and greet you all over the world. Let me just tell you something. I love you with the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. I love you. I love you. I love you. Of course, I am Latter-day Preacher from South Africa and this is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let us look at the book of John, John 9 verse 1 to 12 john 9 verse 1 to 12 i think that is where we are at this morning john 9 remember we are encouraging you through the word encouraging you through the word so the whole three-part series is meant to encourage you as a believer through the word of god praise god hallelujah let us read and as jesus passed by he saw a man which was blind from his birth. So verse 2, and his disciples and his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Praise God. So verse 3 says, Jesus answered, Neither had this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him that the, the works of God shall be made manifest in him. Praise God. So verse 4 says, I must work the works of him that sent me. While it is day, praise God, the night cometh when no man can work. 
praise God. So verse 5 says, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Verse 6 says, When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the man with the clay. So anointed or spread the clay upon the eyes of the blind man. So verse 7 says, And said unto him, Go wash in a pool of Siliam, which is by interpretation, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way therefore, and washed and came seeing. I'm going to read this. I'm going to go a little bit further, then we'll come back and, and, and explain everything. Praise God. Of course, being led by the Holy Spirit. Verse 8 says, The neighbors, therefore, and they which before had seen him that he was blind, said, Is not this he that sat and begged? Verse 9. Some said, this is he, and others said, he is like him. But he said, I am he. Hallelujah. So verse 10 says, Therefore said they unto him, How were thine eyes opened? Verse 11 says, He answered and said, A man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed mine eyes and said unto me, Go to the pool of Siliam and wash. And I went and washed, and I received sight. So verse 12 says, Then they said unto him, Where is he? He said, I know not. Hallelujah. I know not. Hallelujah. Then we are going back to this one. Let us go back to verse 1. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. Verse 2, And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did, who did, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born, who was born blind? Remember, Jesus is walking um, with his disciples when they meet this man. Praise God. Did he meet this man by mistake? Praise God. No. I don't believe so. I don't believe that when God calls us, praise God, when we encounter Jesus, it is by mistake. So even in the case of this blind man, remember this man was blind, but he was blind for a purpose. And Jesus will explain that purpose. Praise mighty Jesus. And Jesus will explain that purpose because the thinking of his disciples was that maybe this man is blind because of, of the sins of the father, because of, he, or of the sins of his father or mother or, or his ancestors, whatever it is, whatever it may be. But they were asking Jesus in verse 2, and his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin? This man or, the, or his parents that he was born blind? Because I, I'm going to tell you something. You know, when we are going through things in life, 
or when we, we, we find ourselves with sicknesses, you know, terminal sicknesses, you know, that cannot be cured by man. Praise God. Maybe you have cancer, maybe you have diabetes and all those things. Maybe you are going through, you know, a very hard time in your life right now. And we, we tend, especially as Africans, we tend to look at, an, at the cause and we tend to diagnose the cause even though we don't know we, we would say that i am bewitched praise god maybe there is a witch out there who is bewitching me that is why i'm sick and praise god praise god but some of the times praise god but sometimes it is not that you have been bewitched it is not that you have done something wrong but sometimes as jesus will explain it to his disciples right now that he was born blind. So verse 3, Jesus answered. He answered them, saying, Neither had this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. So he was, this man, blind, born blind for a purpose. Because this time that this man was getting his healing, it was the ordained time ordained by God. Praise God. This was a preordained time. So this was the timing of God. So this man, when this man encountered Jesus, it was not by chance. It was not by mistake, but it was meant to be. Praise God. In other words, Jesus knew that by walking at that time, that minute, on that road, wherever he was, he was going to meet this man because it was the destiny of the man to encounter Jesus at that particular time. And in that particular time, his time for, for healing was set to happen on that year, on that particular minute, on that particular day, in those hours. Praise mighty Jesus. So Jesus answered, neither had this man sinned, nor his parent, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Perhaps you are going through something and you are thinking, you know, oh, you feel hopeless. Uh, uh, you see, you feel hopeless. I'm sure the man who was blind, blind, imagine being born blind and you have never seen the light and you have never seen the face of your parents or your siblings. You have never seen the, 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 the face of, of, of your friends. If you have friends, praise God. You no, know, you are in the dark. You are in the darkest place. Remember, praise God. So when this man encounters Jesus, so his life, his life immediately changes. Praise God. His life immediately changes. So, and as Jesus explains it here, and he says, no, this man was blind so that the works of God will be made manifest unto him. The works of God will be made manifest unto him. You are unemployed today and you have been unemployed for a very long time. You know, you are not bewitched, praise God. You have been praying, you are trusting God, praise God. There is an ordained season, praise God, for you or for the works of God to be made manifest in your life, 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 in your life. Perhaps you've been praying for the fruit of the womb and you have no children, praise God, praise God. Remember the Bible, read your Bible, Remember, there were women in the Bible who did not bear, who, you know, who, 
woman who could not have children and 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 Hannah was one of those women who who made a vow with God but the difference between Hannah and women today he did not go to see sangomas or sorcerers he did not go to see traditional healers when he was when he could not when he could not bear children when he could not give birth where he could not have children he went to the temple that is where she tried and she tried out to god and she made a vow with god that lord if you give me this child i will dedicate him and consecrate him unto you he will grow into your temple praise god and the moment she said that praise god she conceived praise god she conceived a son and she named him Samuel praise mighty jesus a child of prayer a miracle child praise god so in other words when god comes in your life and you encounter him your life will never remain the same so in your situation you are probably thinking i am bewitched or i have bad luck or i am cursed or all these things that people love to label themselves with and you are thinking your life will never ever change but i let me tell you something you have not encountered jesus christ yet because if you encounter him like the blind man this man who was born blind when he encountered jesus christ his life instantly changed because that is what happens when you encounter the author and finisher of our faith in the name of Jesus so verse 4 says i must work the works of him that sent me while it is day the night cometh when no man can work so verse 5 says as long as i am in the world i am the light of the world indeed indeed because when jesus came into the world you know we 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 were walking in darkness we were walking in darkness even me included i was walking in darkness until i encountered jesus christ praise god that is the first day i saw the light that was the first day i saw the light well, that was the first day i saw the light that is when i encountered jesus christ the author and perfecter of our faith so verse 6 says so when he had that spoken he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and he anointed the eyes of the blind man he anointed the, uh, the eyes of the blind man with a with a clay so by anointing the eyes it means that he spread the clay upon the eyes of the blind man he spread the clay upon the eyes of the blind man so verse 7 and said unto him go wash in the pool of siliam which by interpretation means sent he went his way therefore and washed and came back seeing because he met jesus and when he met jesus jesus christ gave him an instruction so the bible says he spat on the ground praise god he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and he said to him go no go to the pool and the man listened to the instruction because he really wanted to be healed so another thing that is important when you are encountering jesus is listening to the instructions that he will give you praise god do not question the instructions that the lord gives you but do what the lord says you will do and 
and your life will never be the same and your life will never remain the same and your life will never be the same because he said unto this man in verse in verse 7 and said unto him go wash in the pool of siloam which is by interpretation means sent he went his way therefore and washed and came back seeing hallelujah so let us go to verse 8 verse 8 is very interesting verse 8 is very very interesting remember we are encouraging you through the word of god that is what we all about today so verse 8 says the neighbors therefore and they which before had seen him that he was blind said it is this he that sat and begged verse 9 says some said this is he others said he is like him but he said i am he this is what happens when you encounter jesus christ because when you encounter him even your complexion changes praise god even your complexion because your neighbors even your siblings even your people in your neighborhood they will be very amazed they will be very shocked they will be very perplexed to see you because the last time they saw you you were a drunkard but now when they see you again mighty jesus even your complexion has changed you look healthy you are so determined to live life and you are proclaiming the name of Jesus because you have met him and you have seen the power and experienced the power of his touch praise mighty Jesus your neighbors will be amazed your friends will be shocked praise mighty Jesus people who used to know you will be perplexed to see you because the last time they saw you you were a gang member but now they hear that you are a man of god a pastor preaching the gospel of jesus the last time they saw you you were a fornicator a womanizer mighty jesus but today they see a man an evangelist of god when they see you today you are a teacher when they see you today you are a doctor the last time they saw you you were a drug addict but when they look at you today they cannot believe you that is why they will say when they look at you today some said this is he others said he is like him they will not recognize you why because the glory of god will be upon you because you an encounter you have encountered prior to Jesus the holy of holies because you have encountered the son of man because we have encountered Jesus himself and your life has never ever been the same again since you have encountered him praise god they have already made their verdict they have looked at you looked at your life and said you will never make it to june you will die because of the amount of drugs you were taking they already said praise god when they heard that you were in hospital they said he is dying of cancer he is not coming out of that hospital but they never knew that praise god you being in hospital and suffering to through cancer it was no mistake but it was the purpose of god why because wanted god he wanted his works should be made manifest in you 
praise mighty Jesus. So whatever that you are going through, don't throw the towel. Don't allow the enemy to laugh. Don't give your enemies the pleasure of, of, of seeing you fall down and die. Don't give them the pleasure of laughing at you. Praise God. Hold on to the promises of the living God. Hold on to your faith. Never give up on Jesus because what you are going through right now, it is not a curse. You have not been bewitched, but God is waiting for his time that he has set, praise God, for your freedom because God is looking for his works to be manifest in you so that your testimony, you will be greater than any other testimony. Praise God. Your enemies, my goodness, your enemies will want to know who has healed you. Your enemies will want to know who has given you this beautiful job. Your enemies will want to know who has made you this new person. Praise God. Remember, let us go back to the, to, 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 to the word of God. Let us go back to the word of God. So, so verse 9 says, Nams, So some said, this is he. Others said, he is like him. But he said, I am because they cannot recognize him. Because the last time they saw him or her, he was a womanizer or she was a prostitute. But what the woman that they see now is a woman anointed by God, anointed to preach and heal the sick. They can see the power of God in the woman. Praise God. They could see they have already given a verdict of the, of the future of the woman and they said, he will die in her prostitution. They did not know that Jesus had other plans. And when the woman encountered Jesus, her life instantly changed. Instead of dying in his prostitution, in her prostitution, Lord, Jesus made sure that he, she lived to proclaim the gospel. She lived to be an example and a testimony to other prostitutes. Praise God. He, Jesus has made Doja the man that used to be a gangbanger, the man that used to kill people for fun. Today is proclaiming the gospel. Today is going back to the same circles. Today he is using the anointed gift that God has given him. The gift that God has given him, praise God, praise God, to save others like him, to save others like him, to save others like him, to save other gangbangers, to save other killers. Today, the same drug addict, praise God, that they said he was not going to see tomorrow Jesus, but he might before even the day came, he encountered Jesus. And when he encountered Jesus, his life dramatically changed because that is what happens when you meet Jesus. And people, they look at you and they say, is that the man? And others say, no, it's not him. I mean, it's like, he is like him, but we, we're not sure up until you raise your hand and said, I am he. Up until you raise your hand and say, I am he. Then they will start to believe that there is truly a God out there. Praise God. There is a God in heaven. Praise God. So verse 10 says, Therefore said they unto him. Therefore said they unto him. Therefore said they unto him. 
how will thy eyes open how will thy eyes open your enemies or the people that you used to laugh at you the people that you used to mock you the people that you used to to, to look down on you praise god in other words your peninas because rana had a penina who used to mock her because she could she could not have kids because she was barren so those people who used to mock you because you were barren those people who used to mock you because you are drug addict in your family and in your neighbors today they will be amazed and they will be asking you how did you stop drugs how were thy eyes opened that is the question they will be having to you how did you stop prostitution praise god this man was a gang was a gang banger we know him how did he let go of that lifestyle This man was a drug user he was a drug user how did he stop drug this man this woman could not have children the doctors said she was barren for life the doctors did not they, they did not know any better because they are just human beings they were talking from a from a, a, a human wisdom wait until the woman met Jesus when she met Jesus that is when everything changed praise god she conceived a child even when doctors especially said she could not she was barren for life praise because the woman met the real doctor and the real doctor is Jesus so whatever men say it is impossible god says it is possible When men say no then God says yes. When men close doors God opens those doors. When the devil closes doors God God opens those doors. When men said you cannot do it because you are uneducated. When they see you now in an office there getting paid huh, by Jesus a lot of money for a job that you do not qualify for they will ask themselves how did he get there? they do not know that you have met Jesus and when you meet Jesus and when you encounter him your name and your life will never be the same again so in verse 10 says therefore they said unto him how were thy eyes opened how were thy eyes opened how were thy eyes opened verse 11 he answered them a man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said unto me go to the pool of Siloam and wash and I went and washed and I received sight now this is the testimony of a believer praise god now this is a testimony all that they are going to hear now your enemies your siblings your neighbors your friends people that they know you when they knew this when now they see this person that has been transformed by the living god by the living jesus when they ask you how did you do it just tell them i have met a man called jesus and he did this transformation praise god it is not by works but it is by grace 
that I am a doctor today. It is not by works, but it is by grace that I am healed from that diabetes today, that I am healed from that cancer today, that I am healed from that HIV today. It is not by it is not by works, but by grace that I have, mighty Jesus, repented and, and, and have been forgiven. I have been living a life of, of a prostitution. Look at me today. I am a preacher, but I was a prostitute. Look at me today. I am a preacher, but I was, my goodness, I was a gangbanger. Look at me today. I am proclaiming the mighty Jesus. <laughs> I am proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. But yesterday, I wanted nothing to do with God. Praise God. It is by grace that I am who I am today. It is because I have met the author and perfecter of our faith. It is because I have met a man called Jesus. And he transformed me. I am who I am today because of the man called Jesus. And your enemies, your friends, your neighbors, people that know you, they will say, Then said they unto him, Where is he? He said, I know not. <laughs> Where is he? And he said, I know. They will want him. They will want to know where is this Jesus. So in other words, your testimony of transformation, your testimony of redemption will inspire unbelievers. People who said they will never go to church. People who said they will never be born again. Now they will be yearning to be born again because they can see the power of God demonstrated in you. They can see the love of God being demonstrated in your life. They can see what God can do. If God can transform a sinner like you, my goodness, and they will be asking yourself, if he can do it for this man, surely he can do it for me. Praise God. Your testimony will touch a lot of people. So trust in Jesus because there is a testimony that is coming your way. Trust in him. Now you are going through pain and suffering. It's okay. It's okay. Hold on to your faith. Know that you are about to testify. And your testimony is about to inspire a lot of people. People who said, who people who used to talk down at you, people who used to look down at you, to look down at you. Now today they will want to know who has helped you. And when you tell them about the man named Jesus, they will want to meet him. And when they meet him too, my goodness, they will be redeemed by his blood and their sins will be washed away and they will be reconciled with God. They will be delivered from darkness into the light and they will come back today and testify about Jesus and testify about you because they have seen the transformation and the redemption. They will seen the power of God being demonstrated to you. You were a sinner. You were a gang member. You were a womanizer. You were a prostitute. You were a murderer. You were a rapist. Look at you today. Look at you today. Look at you today wearing that beautiful suit. Look at you today holding that beautiful Bible. Look at you today proclaiming the name of Jesus. Look at you today. Your life is a testimony. 
So whatever that you are facing today, it will pass. It will pass. You know, before we, we, before we, we experience a big testimony, a miracle in our lives, we go through fire. So that fire makes sure that we are purified. Make sure that we are purified. We are tested. God has to test our heart if we are ready for that such a miracle. So if you if, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on to your pain. Be, continue to pray and continue to trust God that this too will, will, will pass. And when you testify, you will think about this message. And when you testify, your testimony will inspire a lot of people who are in the same situation as you are. Same people who are going through what you are going through. Or same people who went through, who are going through what you went through. And you will be an inspiration to them when you tell them about the man Jesus. When you tell them about the man, just like the man who was born blind, never in his life has, has he ever thought that he will, be, he will see. But because he did not know that one day he will meet Jesus. He did not know that his blindness, his blindness, his blindness, it was the purpose of God. So that the words of God, so that the words of God should be made manifest in him. He did not know. Your problem that you are going through is not a mistake. It is not by chance. You are not cursed. You are not bewitched, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let us just um, leave it there for today, brothers and sisters. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. We thank you, Father, for your word. Father, may your people be encouraged and not discouraged. Father, your people, as they pray, as they go through that pain, as they go through that hard time, oh God, Father, give them over the strength to because they are about, oh God, to testify. And they are about, oh God, to be an inspiration to others. Their testimony, oh God, will, will inspire and touch many people around them in the name of Jesus. Some people will come back to Jesus. Some people will go to church for the first time because of their testimony. Father, grant them the desires of their hearts, oh God. Father, listen to their prayers as they pray for transformation, for redemption, as they pray for miracles, as they pray for prosperity, oh God. Listen to their hearts. I pray in the name of Jesus that you touch them. Father, today, in the wonderful name of Jesus, you are worthy to be praised. Amen. I am Latter-day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God. Brothers and sisters, until tomorrow, when we are finishing in style, we are finishing in style tomorrow in our third segment of this series, which is the final segment of the series. It is a Friday um, tomorrow. Um, yeah, let's meet here again. Um, be blessed in the wonderful name of Jesus. Bye-bye. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.